0: There's no retirement without income. You have to have income, and in most people, you know, when you're working, you're, you go from a, a do-it-yourself model, you know, from a paycheck where the company you work for, it's direct deposit, they take out all the taxes, mm-hmm. and then when you retire, you switch from a, a done-for-you model to a do-it-yourself model, right. and now you're responsible for for the income, the taxes, all the withholdings, et cetera.
1: It's The Retirement Trainer with Ed Sedell, a podcast about helping you find ways to become financially fit for your future, no matter what kind of shape you're in now. I'm Heather Branch, and on the show today, what kind of financial plan do you need and why? Because the days of being able to simply rely on pensions, social security, and some personal savings are over, and you do not want to head towards your retirement with an ostrich approach. Fortunately, you don't need to panic. You just need a little guidance and shaping up. Ed Zedel is the retirement trainer and he is here to help us do just that. Hi, Ed.
0: Good morning, Heather. How are you?
1: Doing good. Trying to, you know, like I said, not have our heads stuck in the sand and be realistic and have solid goals and plans. And that's what we hope to achieve here every week on The Retirement Trainer with your help and guidance, of course.
0: Perfect, perfect. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So on this episode, the subject is one that you very specifically wanted to address. And I can only assume that that passion is derived from the amount of people you've talked to in your years of helping financial plans and continue to talk to different people who simply, they just don't realize the importance of having a financial plan. And that despite that stigma that people often think it's not just something for the super wealthy, you don't have to have tens of millions of dollars. And in fact, when you consider all the rising cost of living, medical expenses, taxes, the list goes on and on with inflation. Am I correct in my assumption, this is kind of my latest thought process, in the way of finances that the tides actually turned? And if you're in the middle class, it's even more important for you to have a financial plan and the right person guiding you through that process
0: oh without a doubt absolutely you know and it really doesn't matter where you are in as as far as uh, income and and savings and net worth everybody needs a plan and and you really do it's so so important and i always share a story with uh with students when i when i teach classes and I'm going to tell you right now, Heather, it is a cheesy story. It's horrible. It's so bad, as a matter of fact. <laughs> no, I like end, cheese. I, I'm no, cheese no, friendly. No. It's, so. it's, it's Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, dairy friendly. Good. No, I'm, so, I'm lactose you know, tolerant. <laughs> <they're>, <laughs> Well, I always tell people, you know, I always say to the students, you know, at the end, you have to give me a courtesy laugh. Otherwise, I'm not going to tell you the story. So, All right. You know, I'm
1: here for you. Today. It's a
0: 50 50 shot. Okay. Okay? <laughs> the story is, you know, Einstein's on on a train on his way to speak at a symposium. And as he's reviewing his notes and he's going through, he looks up and he sees a conductor walking down collecting tickets. So as the conductor approaches Einstein, you know, he walks up to him. Einstein starts looking for his ticket. Mm-hmm. Well, the conductor comes up and says, uh, Dr. Einstein, can I have your ticket, please? Well, Einstein, you know, now he's almost in a fit of panic, searching all over, looking mm-hmm. for his ticket. He says, I don't have my ticket. The conductor very calmly says, Dr. Einstein, it's okay. I know who you are. Proceeds to walk away and collect tickets throughout the rest of the train. Mm-hmm. Well, some time goes by, the conductor walks back in the car where Einstein is. And when he opens the door, there's Einstein. He's got his suit coat off. He's got his briefcase open, his suitcase open. Stuff is strewn all over the place. And now he's searching and he's searching, right? Now he's in a complete fit of panic. Well, the conductor very calmly walks up to Einstein and says, Dr. Einstein, is everything okay? Well, Einstein looks at him just, again, in a fit of panic, says, I can't find my ticket. Well, now the conductor, again, very calmly says, Dr. Einstein, it's okay. I already told you. I know who you are. Mm-hmm. Well, now Einstein looks back. The conductor, completely frustrated, says, "Well, I know who I am. I just have no idea where I'm going." <laughs> 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 I told you it was bad. I told you it was bad. No, right? but
1: it's it's yeah. well. First of all, the image of Einstein is always adorable to me because I love his friendly face. So anything with he, him, and I'm
0: jealous just, that he has hair, right? You <laughs> know, especially got at that the, age, the best
1: hair, <laughs> the best.
0: <laughs> but the whole point is, you know, you know, how do you know? how to get there if you don't even know where you're going. And that's why a financial plan is so important. You know, we've talked about this before. The average person spends more time planning for one annual vacation than they do their entire retirement life. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy because retirement's not about surviving. It's about filling your bucket list, enjoying life, you know, living it to its fullest and making sure you're in the financial shape that you should be in and want to be in so that you can do the things that you want to do. And the only Mm -hmm. way to do that is to have a process and a plan step-by-step laid out so that you know what to do each and every day.
1: It's not about surviving, it's about thriving.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, without a doubt.
1: So through your years of experience, you have obviously collected a lot of information, met a lot of folks I'm sure, heard, majority of the time, the same kinds of questions and concerns. And through all of that experience, you've been able to narrow it down and pinpoint the areas of importance and have actually put it all down on paper. You've created the retirement fitness plan. And this is a five-step written plan designed to help someone get to and through retirement by focusing on these specific areas of life. So are these five steps that you put in this plan, are they ones that everybody needs to have some, at least some sort of variation of in their financial plan?
0: Oh, absolutely. And and we believe in it so much that we've actually trademarked it and, and we're getting ready to to, to copyright it going right. through that process. We believe in it so much because- the five steps. It is a step by step process and under each step, you know, there's a a couple things that you need to do to make sure that you stay on track.
1: All right. I want to go ahead and dive into it. Uh, Step one is income planning. So what's that basic definition of income planning in retirement and what do we need to include under that income planning umbrella area?
0: there's no retirement without income you have to have income and in most people you know when you're working you're, you go from a, a do-it-yourself model you know from a paycheck where the company you work for it's direct deposit they take out all the taxes mm-hmm. they're responsible for all the withholdings um fika few to SUI, et mm-hmm. and then when you retire you switch from a Uh, done for you model to a do it yourself model. And now you're responsible for, for the income, the taxes, all the withholdings, et cetera. And that's where a lot of retirees make the mistake because they're not sure how much they should withhold. And when tax time comes around, they either didn't withhold enough or Mm -hmm. any at all. And they get that big tax bill. Oh, and
1: then they get uh, slammed at the end and they weren't, they had no idea that was coming
0: that's exactly it so okay. you know depending on where you live you know you've got uh, and sometimes even local taxes and that can be daunting right. and so when you're putting together an income plan once you realize that you have to have that check it really is simple you you've got to figure out what your goals are and then you know collect all the data where's the income coming from you know your retirement accounts yeah part of that is social security planning you have to account for inflation you know looking at your pension Planning the survivorship, you know, for your spouse, and putting that all together. And once you have that, and you have your income distribution plan, mm-hmm. you know exactly where your money's coming from, mm-hmm. whether it's taxable money, tax deferred, or tax free, as it relates to the tax treatment. Then you know now you have your paycheck, and it's on paper. You know exactly where it's coming from, and you can do that ongoing tracking and monitoring. And it's like technology, right? So. Once you put that together, it's already old, um, just like technology once right. it's on the shelf. The, right. The, the next model is coming out. So you need to update it at least at a bare minimum one time a year or anytime you have a life event, you know. So anytime there's a big change in your income or health or whatever, so that that way you can adjust it accordingly.
1: And also here, I see, I see a note that you mentioned in this plan the testing your plan results is that something so once we get the plan into action as far as income you can help us test that to see how it will flesh out
0: yeah so once once you have the the income plan in place you know usually after 60 or 90 days you need to take a look at it say is it working do right. I have enough okay. you know am I paying for the taxes okay and so that's that's the key
1: okay. Got it. All right. So step two then is, I guess, a different kind of income. It's something that people plan far too often, the investment planning. They plan for it. To, they, maybe they overplan, they overexpect, or they're afraid of it and they run away from it completely. It's a hot button for so many of us because a lot of us are worried about, we want to continue to build on our assets with market and with investments, but we're worried and afraid we might lose everything.
0: You're absolutely right. And it starts off with a very simple question to yourself. You know, how much money am I willing to lose? That's the premise. How much risk am I willing to take to get to where I need to be? And so that's the ultimate goal, right? And so once you figure out what that goal is, you can establish a risk profile and then start the investment process. But we almost need to take a step back and look at and say, okay, how am I invested right now? And that starts off with a portfolio X ray. I, I wish I coined that that term. That yeah. actually is a Morningstar term, right? Uh-huh. What a portfolio X ray is. You know, Morningstar is probably one of the the, the largest um, independent research firms in the in the country, if not the world. So that's what everybody uses. It's a it's a huge database. They're agnostic. They don't care who you are, who I am, where your money is. They're just looking at the math, okay. the numbers. Okay. And so I had shoulder surgery a couple of years ago and a buddy of mine did the surgery. And you know, as he's moving my shoulder around, happy, you know, watching me uh, tear up, he's like, okay, I think I know what it is. Um, and, and I know what we have to do, but before we get in there and take a look, you know, let's go ahead and get a picture. Let's get an x-ray. Yep. And that's really what it is. It's a snapshot of where you're at. So yep. you can break down looking at it say, okay, how much risk am I currently taking? So once you know how much risk you're taking and what the returns are and, you know, are you being rewarded for the risk that you're taking, then you can take a, uh, a test, all right? A- an actual risk test that says, all right, this is how much risk I'm willing to take right now. Mm-hmm. And so should we make adjustments on, on those uh, investments that I currently have? Okay. So that's the starting place. Once you know what that is, all right, then we can, pick the the appropriate investment strategy specific to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And everything is tailored, right? I mean it has to be specific to, to how you are right now. Well
1: that's because um, everybody is different. So that's the thing I was saying before about these five areas. This we have all have to have different variations of these things in our plan.
0: Absolutely because it's you know I I, I tell everybody with um when uh, my, my middle son Ethan was born. So this is 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my wife so much that I gained all the weight for her during her pregnancy, I did.
1: <laughs> oh, I love you I, for I saying did,
0: that, I did, I that. did. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, that's I, I great. mean, I, I look like a turkey. I think I gained like 30 pounds. Uh, it was just, it was awful. Uh, you know, and that was a struggle for me because, you know, Um, health issues, heart disease runs on both sides of my family. So I'm kind of, you know, already digging out of a hole. Okay. So I've worked out my whole life health wise and everything else. And after that, once we kind of got on a schedule with Ethan, I was like, all right, I got to hit the gym. So I just went back to doing what I was doing, working out really hard. And um, after a couple months, I'd only lost about three pounds. (laughs) Right. All right. This isn't working, right? So uh, a buddy of mine said, "Hey, go talk to my trainer. He's really good. I think you'll like him." So I talked to him and a couple other folks, and they all, you know, they asked the right questions. They said, "What are your goals? What are you trying to do?" Because they want to customize it specifically to to what it is that you're trying to achieve. But the one I went through, or went with, it was crazy. This trainer said, "Okay, step one is we got to figure out how many calories you're 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 eating, taken in." Now step two is, all right, how many calories do we need to get rid of, all right? Step three is let's make sure we have a good cardio plan. Step four is a good, you know, lifting plan. Mm -hmm. And step five is get to the gym and get to work. Mm -hmm. And so being able to lay out those steps step by step makes it really easy to, to follow. Right. But then also being able to customize it is so important because there, it's a big difference between somebody who wants to body build and be a Mr. Universe, right? And somebody who just wants to lose five or six pounds.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: so so you have to be able to customize this plan for for each and every person.
1: One hundred
0: percent. And even with the investments, when you're going through it, and you know, once you figure out what your risk profile is, because mm-hmm. it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. you can choose the appropriate investment strategy that's specific for you. You know, and then you have to look at it each and every day. And then each day for us, what we do is the, the securities are given a composite score, a grade, a letter grade, a mm-hmm. number grade, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then the last step is only the most productive securities that day, okay, are kept. And so it's all based on the math. And so, you know, again, it's tailored specific to that individual person and what their their goals, their wants, um, and, and their wishes are.
1: Okay. All right, on to step three. The everlasting ominous little dark rain cloud that hangs over us. The idea of taxes, and of course, we're all going to have to pay them. Sadly, even into our retirement. So, step three is tax planning.
0: Yes, and the initials of our uncle, Uncle Sam, IRS. Right. So yeah. <laughs> we, we need to make sure that we need to make sure that they're happy. Yeah. And it's a team approach. So your advisor, your planner, they they have to be working collaboratively with with your CPA. Making sure that everything that's being done is in your best interest. Okay. And, you know, it starts off with the right software, making sure that the best decisions are made, the monies are coming out of the right buckets that take the most advantage of the tax code at that point in time. Okay. And that includes, you know, planning for required minimum distributions and Roth conversions. And then again, you know, you need to review the accounts, how they're titled, and the the beneficiary designation. So it's an overall plan as it relates to taxes, because that's really the foundation for the, the financial plan. And that's probably going to change as much, if not more than anything else, as the laws change, just right. like it did from 2017 to 2018. Right. So that software has to be updated, and again, you know, these are one of the things that you have to continue to review. Okay. Um, the The RMD strategy at the end of the year, you have to have that end of the year meeting just to make sure that you're on par on goal with where you should be.
1: Taxes seems to be the most confusing for a lot of people because for me, it's the one that continuously just I have I cannot wrap my brain around all of the different. And it's, it's because everything's moved so fast and changes so much.
0: You know, you're exactly right. And and it's scary, too. When right. you think about the debt that the country's in right now, how low taxes are, you know, until the end of 2025, and then they, they go up automatically no matter what. Okay. And so there's all these moving parts. And if you don't account for taxes and the future tax increases possibly, you're going to run out of money. Okay. And, you know, that's a scary thought.
1: It is. And one we want to avoid. So we're going to hopefully help you avoid these problems with these different steps that we're going to be taking, working through this retirement fitness plan. So step four is healthcare planning. And this is, it's not new, but I think for the baby boomer generation and now the upcoming Gen Xers is more of a conversation. The importance is rising because we're living longer. So now this is having to become more of a priority for a lot of us, correct?
0: not just a priority, but it is such an important component to ensure that we're accounting for all the costs, the premium increases, the out-of-pocket expenses, uh, the prescription drug costs.
1: That, oh, the prescription that, drug costs oh alone gosh. is, I, I can't believe, I'll talk to my mom and she'll talk about a pill. She had to get five of them and they were each $100 and Medicare covers it, but it's, I, Okay. Anyways, please. I mean mean to interrupt. I had to go on a little bit of a rant there.
0: No, no, and and, you know, so you know, one of my sons is like allergic to the world. I mean, to grass, trees, everything. So, you know, we had to get the EpiPens.
1: Okay, oh, that's a huge, huge hot button for so many people. Yes,
0: thank goodness, you know, he's out of that that stage now. But you know, I carried one. My wife carried one. We he carried one. We had one at the school, and they only last for six months.
1: That's right. And they expire. Mm-hmm.
0: They expire. So that is a huge, huge cost, you know, especially if you have a large de- deductible plan. So, you know, these are the things that you need to really be aware of, even if you're healthy right now, because, you know, unfortunately things change and right. they change quickly.
1: And also people that are healthy can run into health problems. I, you know, you I saw there's a commercial on TV that runs. It's a, one of the famous fitness trainers sitting there talking about how he had a heart attack. And you're you're going, are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, I saw that on TV. Yeah, I, you know, and he's a fitness guru, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I had a TV show and radio program, the whole thing. And, you know, yeah, he's so you never know. You have no idea. And I had um, I was meeting with uh, a client last week, Don, and. He retired a couple of years ago and right after he retired it was just a string I mean he was in great shape, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. just a string of of heart issues, open heart surgery and one right after another. Um and you know, he, he he got a bill. I'm not laughing because he got a bill. I'm laughing at at what he did um because we talked about it in the past. Mm-hmm. So he he had to get an MRI and it cost forty four hundred dollars mm-hmm. for an MRI, which is unbelievable. unbelievable. Mm-hmm and Medicare only covered, I think it was $1,200. So he was responsible for the rest. Yeah. So he got the bill and, you know, thank goodness he didn't have another heart attack. And he called the, uh, the provider and said, okay, so I owe all this money. This is what Medicare has paid. You know, if, if I write you a check, if I pay right now in cash, how much do I have to pay? Uh-huh. And they lowered it to a little over $700.
1: You're kidding so, me.
0: No, and so people don't understand. You really, you should be negotiating these bills um, because they want to make sure they get paid. Particularly every single time.
1: That's that's even more prominent that idea of negotiating a bill every time, especially with medicine and, and medical care.
0: Oh, it's crazy! It is so crazy, and you know we we've talked about this before. I I don't know. It's it's either um, October or November. All providers, because of an executive uh, order, they all have to list their services online so you can be more of a consumer and you know what you're paying and, you know, you can say, yeah, I'm not going to go to this MRI place. I'm going to go to the one across the street because instead of $4,400, it's $1,400.
1: That's a new law that's actually just getting ready to come into
0: effect. Is that correct? It is. So like, like I said, it's either October, or November of this year. I can't remember which. Okay. But uh, can't be soon enough.
1: Absolutely. And then, of course, the idea of long-term care planning is now something because of the life longevity that we are all expected to have. Long-term care planning is definitely something we need to consider under healthcare planning.
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean, if, if you're married, you know, it's it's over 90% probability that, that one or the other spouse is going to need it. And, and if you're single, it's over 70%. Right. And, you know, the average cost is over $7,000 a month. Okay. And it's just, it can wipe a family out.
1: But it's not so something you to, that you should be afraid of if you have properly planned and organized. You're
0: absolutely prepared right. for So you can put plans in place, protect your assets, and and use the right kind of insurance to, that's not cost prohibitive to take care of those costs going forward. And protect the the stay-at-home spouse, because that's really what it comes down to. It's the... Stay at home spouse that's that's left broken and destitute, really, right, right in, in most cases.
1: Okay. So speaking of spouse, that's actually step five. The legacy planning idea. What will happen with your estate? What will happen with all of your hard earned money? How can your loved ones inherit it, you know, at, at lower tax levels? How can they benefit from it in a way that you want them to? This is all part of the legacy planning in mm-hmm. step five.
0: Yeah. And again, it's it's working together with, with uh, the attorneys and, and putting together the the proper plan that that you want. And, you know, that's the biggest issue. It's such a hard thing for a lot of people to talk about. They don't want to talk about the finality of, you know, being gone right. um, and leaving behind their loved ones. Right. So a lot of folks just don't do it or they refuse to do it. And, you know, I hate to say it, but boy, don't do that to your family because not having an estate plan or, and spelling it out properly, you know, there's two things that are, that can destroy family after you're gone, right? The health issues and do not resuscitate and, and money. So okay. if you have the estate plan in place, you know, you can prevent a lot of those issues from, from occurring. And so when you meet with your attorney, figuring out if you need a will or a trust, a will is basically a, a letter to the judge that says, Hey judge, this is where we want everything to go. The judge says, great, you know, we're going to go ahead and and list it in the newspaper, you know, and that's called probate. Mm -hmm. Um, Or a trust, which is a letter to the judge, basically, that says, hey, judge, we got it taken care of. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And if it's funded, right, and that's the key, you want to make sure that your trust is funded, titled properly, um, then you avoid probate. And that's important because depending on the value of your estate and the state that you're in and the county, you know, it can be anywhere from four to as much as 10% of the value of your estate. So that's key. And then the other thing is, you know, the the plan, right? The life plan for your kids and grandkids, mm-hmm. You know, being able to control those things from the, the grave and making sure that they're taken care of. Mm-hmm. You know, you never wanna leave a, a kid, you know, a lot of money, you know, thousands or hundreds you of thousands or more, you because you know what they are going to do. Yeah,
1: you want to believe in them, yeah. but you know better.
0: <laughs> yeah, you you know you, they're going to go buy that car that they've always wanted. So you know you put in those spendthrift clauses, you do those things that protects the, the the kids and grandkids from themselves. And so a good attorney will will find out what your goals are, what your wants, your wishes are, and then develop that plan accordingly. The same thing with powers of attorney. It is so important to make sure that you only have one power of attorney to make those health and and financial decisions for you. Really, and then you can have successor. Yeah, if you have more than one, you know, situation where a very large family, you know, mainly professionals, you know, CPAs, real estate, you know, attorneys, you know, there were numerous powers of attorney that were deciding the the health and and finances. And you know, when the mother passed away. She only shared her wishes with one of the kids. Um, one of them was to, you know, do not resuscitate. Mm-hmm. And so there was an issue. No, we we don't want to do that. We, you know, let's not pull the plug. Let, let her live. She could recover. So those were not her wishes. Right. And as a result, it created a, a huge problem with right. the family.
1: Right. Big family. You know. Conflict. And the same
0: thing. Yeah, exactly. And so all those things can be avoided. So again, just, you know, working with your attorney, understanding what you want, and then put it down on paper and writing and then let your kids know and your grandkids, because that's so important. Communication is key.
1: Okay, so I want to quickly recap because we've given a lot of information here. Quickly recap for the five-step retirement fitness plan. Step one is income planning, managing your own income for the first time and planning properly for what that will look like with taxes and making sure that you don't run out of money. Right. Step two investments and investment planning, getting that x ray in the beginning and then determining how much risk you're willing to take in your retirement years and thereafter. Okay. Step three. Is the tax plan the ominous dark rain cloud of taxes that yes we still have to pay, and that's something the dark side, <laughs> right? And that's something <laughs> we um, will hope for our financial advisor to be working with our CPA planning end of year RMD reviews. There's a lot of little nitty gritty details in that tax area that we need to be paying attention to.
0: Absolutely. Okay.
1: And then step four is the healthcare plan, planning for the unexpected, like we were talking about planning for the unexpected health, health issues as they arise, unexpected costs, and of course, long-term healthcare. And then there is step five, which we just covered, which is the legacy plan, which basically it's making sure that your family is taken care of and that what you want to happen will actually happen by putting it in writing.
0: Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself.
1: All right. This is a great list of people to access and download and just start coming up with this plan and then leaning on you to help guide them through the details. So that's why you got it posted up on your website. EGSIFinancial.com is where you can go to learn more about Ed and the entire team at EGSI Financial. If you click on processes there, that tab is going to drop down and it's going to give you that full list of the five-step retirement fitness plan, all the steps there and all the little, Details beneath them. And you're going to get more information, and you're going to discover ways to flesh out this fitness plan for yourself and be on your way to that retirement that you dream of. Not the one. Avoid the stressful retirement. Look for the dreamy retirement. That's our goal here.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You want to make sure you're in shape to retire.
1: All right. Ed Sidel, he is the retirement trainer. He is here to help make sure that you are in the best financial shape going towards your retirement, looking to help you. And if you're ever wanting to get more help from him, you can always find him, egsifinancial.com. Thanks, Ed.
0: Thanks, Heather. You've been listening to The Retirement Trainer with me, Ed Sidel. If you like what you heard, please share it with your friends and family. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts where you can subscribe, rate, and review this show. Got a retirement question? Send me an email to ed at egsifinancial.com. You can also learn more about us at egsifinancial.com. Join me next week for more retirement training. Thanks for listening.
1: Sidel is an investment
0: advisor representative of EGSI Investment Management, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. EGSI Financial Services Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength, and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Edwards-Siddell NPN Insurance License number 3596278.